When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to Unequal Sequel. Extra! Yes, it's Friday. It's the day we bring sequel goodness. My name is Dave. I'm one of the two hosts of this podcast. And that other voice you just heard was the other host. And his name is Rich. Hello. (laughs) We are both here for this episode for a very special reason. We are, yeah. It's... Um, It's, uh, it's... (laughs) Before we go into it, before we go into it, I'm going to stop you. Okay, all right, yeah. If you listen to our last week's episode, we ranked the Jurassic Park franchise. We did. Uh, and I think we were overly positive, I would say. Hmm. And then we discussed what we're going to talk about today. Oh, yes, I'm going to say what we're going to do today. This is going to be a review of Jurassic World <laughs> Dominion. Dominion, yes. Yeah. The third of the Jurassic World films, mm. the sixth of the Jurassic Park films. Yeah. And... We spoke about it last week. I asked Rich, what did he think? Uh, he was optimistic. Yeah. I, on the other hand, was not optimistic. I was like, I, oh, I'm And worried. you know what? You were right. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, the next thing that comes out of your mouth will probably set the tone of this, this, this episode. <laughs> oh, Colin Tevereau. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I've been uh, one of these people who've gone on about how Colin Tevero should have been given the chance to do is it Trevorrow? his... Is it Trevorrow? I thought it was Tevero, Trevorrow, Trevorrow. I don't know. It's got an R in it somewhere. Anyway, Colin, I, Colin. Was, I was one of these guys who championed you. I said, should have given him a chance for Rise of Skywalker. Should have given him the chance. I take it all back because it turns out you can't finish a franchise either, mate. <laughs> <laughs> may as well have got jj abrams to do this one <laughs> yeah shall we just quickly get you to do the storyline because i want to hear it from your words do you know what i've been thinking about this all day and quick question yeah are we going into spoilers yes yes we are going to go into spoilers i think we have okay. to go into spoilers let me say we? it send up the the, the, the warning quickly spoiler this warning. is now yeah this is now a spoiler special if you have not seen jurassic world dominion do not listen to this podcast there's no point 
go see Jurassic World Minion. <laughs> There's no then, point. <laughs> no, no, no point. Listen to us. Not no point in the film. See the film. You know, support the the cinema industry. It's great. But let, go watch the film and then come back and then yeah. listen to what Rich is about to tell you. Yes, because this is meant to be the plot. So I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think the Good. reason I've struggled so much with this plot is because there isn't so much a plot to this movie as there are a mashup of bits from other movies that are quite good, but when you mash them all together into one, it makes no sense. Okay. Um, it's very, very convoluted and very messy. So, four years after the destruction of Isla Nublar and the big volcano and all that, that stuff that ha- happened with the, you know, Indoraptor on the roof and stuff, Claire, Owen, and... Oh, what's the girl's name? I forgot Maisie. what the girl's name Maisie are living in the woods. <laughs> and she is being hunted by an evil corporation called Biosyn, where we find out is led by none other than Lewis Dodson. If that means name means nothing to you, it was briefly mentioned in Jurassic Park as the guy that... that uh, what's his name? Who's the who's the hacker guy that one that stole the things? Ned. Ned was stealing the. He's he speaks on the phone and says, "Listen, Dodson, if you want him, my price has just doubled." This is Dodson. Shut up. Yes. Do you not get the bit where he's got the can? I of, just thought they found the can. No, no, that's his can of spray cream. By that point, I had pretty much given up yeah. hope yeah, and yeah. sense yeah. what the fuck was he's going on. He's basically. What would happen if you crossed Elon Musk and Doctor Evil? Yeah, like, I got he's, that. He's basically that dude. Anyway, he's his cult corporation has now taken over dinosaurs and is chasing. He wants Maisie for some reason. Also, it turns out that he may be responsible for his company may be responsible for the re- release of an extinct species of giant locust, which are destroying crops apart from biosyn generated crop seeds. So the everyone else's crops apart from his which is, you know, his height of evilness. It's at this point we get Ellie Sadler back in. We've remembered, I've remembered her name now, so I can Sadler, remember it last yeah. week. She, she comes back, she's studying these things, and she brings back Alan Grant, goes off to a dig and finds Alan and brings him back as well, who's uh, it's still in love with her, and she's now conveniently single. Mm-hmm. They get word from Ian Malcolm, who is working for Biosyn for some fucking unknown reason. Like... <laughs> in-house philosopher i think they say he is what something like that i mean i have absolutely no fucking idea what he's doing there but yeah he's basically helps them to to get in and to figure out where these giant locusts have come from and try and expose the whole biasing thing meanwhile biasing grab hold of Maisie, steal her and owen and claire also try and break into biasing to try and get Maisie back <sighs> there are a couple of dinosaurs in it as well like I mean, I don't know if I've covered everything there, but I have major questions. You've described two of the major storylines. No, they're just as exciting as they were when I just watched it an hour ago. <laughs> there was the Maisie storyline. There was the Locust storyline. Yeah. Can I just remind you, this is a world where dinosaurs are now roaming in the earth, which which sounds pretty cool when you think about it. But how? I mean, this is this is the other thing, right? Well, they've been trafficked. Trafficked? What? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So 
there were those dinosaurs that got off the island, right? There was quite a, a, a select few of them. All the dinosaurs are female, and the whole big thing premise of this is that somehow Blue managed to reproduce, even though she's the female and didn't, you know, couldn't reproduce. All the dinosaurs are female, so they can't reproduce. So where the fuck have all the other dinosaurs come from? Okay, I've got one line that will solve this all for you. All right. Life will find a way. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, got that. How do they then get to other countries? Can dinosaurs ride on boats on. and stuff? I've now? got that as well. Right. Life will find a way. <laughs> also, where do all the other species of dinosaur come from? Well, there's a what, there's a Giganotosaurus. There's a bloody Therizinosaurus now. Like, where did they come from? I got it. Life will find a way. <laughs> Honestly, it's the answer to it. any plot hole or anything in this. That just that's the answer to. It. Jurassic World Dominion. So what I thought this was going to be was a an apocalyptic dinosaurs have taken over the world kind of movie, and I was quite down for that, like Planet of the Apes kind of thing. Yeah, like a sort of Planet of the Apes thing, not quite the same, but you know, like a you know human struggling to survive alongside dinosaurs. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It, they basically spend most of the movie in the confined like sanctuary dinosaur sanctuary that Biosyn has set up. You know, it's yeah. it's just weird. Well, these films are continuously called Jurassic World, and we're seeing very little of the world. Yeah, still. we do go to Malta in this one, though. Uh, yeah. You know what? The bike scene was my my highlight. I think it's probably your highlight because it's basically ripped off from Mission Impossible that I've just started watching. Obviously, <laughs> I sound so damn high about this film, but I'm so disappointed, Rick. It is you, you nail on the head. It's so disappointing. It's soulless. It is. And it's I, I, it feels like they played it so safe. They were like, right, the, this works, this works, this works. We've seen this yeah. in other movies working. They played it so safe that it's fucking boring. It's really, really boring. And it's really long. Really overly long. Yeah. Yeah. My wife said, oh, could you, you're going to take George to see it. And I was like, well, he won't be scared. But at the same time... Absolutely he's he's going to be bored. <laughs> he's going to be fed up with it after about half an hour because there aren't enough dinosaurs in it. And there's no wonder. No, there's no one. It, it's not. It's not necessarily about us being in awe of the dinosaurs. The the greatest thing in Jurassic Park is how in awe of the dinosaurs the characters are. And by this point, they may as well be fucking dogs because no one cares. <laughs> They're like, oh, I have a dinosaur in it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh. I don't know. Ellie does that say that line. It never gets old. Well, it clearly did get old. Then there's Alan Grant standing standing behind again. It's getting old. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they've got Alan Grant, the dinosaur guy, there. The dinosaur guy. He's Mm. the dinosaur guy, and he's the one who's looking after the fucking locusts. Yeah. I mean, it just (sighs) doesn't. It doesn't work very well, does it? I mean. Bless Jeff Goldblum. He turns every line that he's given in this movie into a sort of theatre of the face, a facial expression. <laughs> it, it, it he's trying really fucking hard, but he's not got a lot to work with. Like, <laughs> I, I'm so baffled by a lot of it. It's, a lot of it's just so pointless. It's a really <laughs> strange choices. No, it's just... And it lacks that I know we were talking about the rankings and we were talking about the lost world and how that that has taken up another level because of the Spielberg magic that little I mean this has got none of it there's no, no tension building there's nothing there's nothing like the, the T-Rex attacks in either of those films no nope. I mean it's so bland there are a lot of callbacks 
to previous films. There's a lot of callbacks. So obviously, her taking the glasses off. Yeah, yeah. Dodson being killed by the by the the same dinosaurs that killed Ned. You know, in that same sort of way. You know, linking them together. Another link that you didn't pick up on. <laughs> Link them together. I didn't even know that first one. That was amazing. Oh, just so it's not the guy he that uh, whatever Ned's met. No, in... no. I think that's someone who worked for him. But then he's on the phone to Dodson. Like he talks to Dodson on the phone and stuff. So don't get cheap on me now. <laughs> I did wonder how he got the the cream can. Yeah. So that at some point they must have been to that island. Yeah, must have gone that. on the island and found it, must not he? Because yeah, I, I just. I didn't need to see that. I don't no. think why I needed to see that. And that's the at this thing. point. I don't think we needed a lot of it, really. Like it was a Do you know what? I thought Chris Pratt was really bad in this as well. Like he was absolutely soulless, dead behind the eyes, didn't want to be there kind of. Like I just I, uh, yeah. I didn't I, I think he felt this was as pointless a movie as everyone else watching it did. You could tell yeah. on his face. <laughs> and Bryce Dallas Howard, still no chemistry there. No. I'm afraid, guys. No. Still, they've been literally married for four years and brought up a kid, and they still still like they've just met at a party. <laughs> you know? Oh God! I have no idea what they're doing. Do you oh. know what? This is worse than I even thought it could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks terrible. That's the I'm not the thing, only one, right? didn't I? I? I thought it's just so flat. What is with the? Uh, I know they've they've tried to shoot dinosaurs in daylight. Obviously, where Jurassic Park shot them all, most of them at night, mm. so you could hide some of this stuff. But there are a lot of scenes, especially early on when they're in the snow, where the dinosaurs look like they're floating. Like they don't even look like there's the big brontosaurus, brachiosaurus bit. And every time it takes a step, it doesn't put its step foot on the floor. It's like flying. It's like there's no kind of craft. It's just they're just going, oh, fuck it. We'll, you know, be all right. We'll put some snow around their feet. It'll look like they're, you know, be fine. It'll be, we, okay. we can't it'll be do okay. that bit, but it'll be all right. We'll just fudge it. No one will notice. I tell you what, mate, I noticed. It was horrible. <laughs> it seems to be making a lot of money. My, the screening I went to is very busy. They've done it in 3D as well. I don't think it has made a lot of money, actually. My wife was looking at it today. Apparently it made like, she said it made like 35 million or something compared to Top Gun, which is not, which is not even in its first week, which made like 75 million this weekend. I didn't want to compare right. everything to Top Gun Maverick, but I'm now living in a world after Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. And every film I'm going to compare... I'm going to compare it to Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. So we now have that problem, Rich. We've been spoiled forever. This is true. The box this has been true. opened. Oh, it's it's grossed 143 million in the states and Canada. So worldwide, 389 million. So that's a fair amount of box office. It made 59 million on its first day. I think that's what I was maybe. Thinking I'd be interested about. to see what the drop off was. Yeah. Uh, you know, no one's been kind to it. The reviews have been. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would say poor. Yeah, it's about 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. That's worse than Jurassic Park 3. That's worse than 3, yeah. Which it, I think it is, actually. I think it is. Having watched Jurassic, Jurassic Park 3 not long ago, I think this is worse. I need to watch it again to make sure. You know why but... this is worse? It's because they there's so much talent in this film. They have no right it's to make this movie this bad. Like that's the thing. They they you know we talked about we talked about Top Gun Maverick having no right to be that good. Yeah, yeah. This has no right to be this bad. They spent hundreds of millions of dollars on it. They had a 
a great cast. They had a decent director. This should yeah. not be a bad movie. They had time and as it's well. It's fucking awful. Like it's not just bad. It's it's it makes me angry. It's so bad. Like <sighs> okay, I'm gonna see where it is on your your guide. Is it as bad as a uh, Matrix Four? Mm. Wow, he's paused, guys. I he don't know. Paused. I don't think it's as bad as Matrix 4. I think it makes me angrier than Matrix 4. It's more disappointing than Matrix 4. Oh, yes. It's definitely more disappointing than Matrix Just 4. Just because I expected a little bit more. Because I didn't I didn't hate Jurassic World, the first Jurassic World. No. no I think that was, that was a good, solid movie. The second one lost its way a bit. But I thought, you know, there's, there's green shoots of potential in that one. And this is... Oh. It, it feels like... A studio made this. It doesn't feel like a director made this movie. I feel like a studio made this movie, and they went right. These are all the bits we like in other movies. We want those in this movie. You know, like get Owen on a motorbike and jump into a, into an aeroplane, just like bloody Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's steal those bits. Let's have a crazy bad guy. I think you've nailed it. I think that's how it looks on screen as well. It just it doesn't fit together. It's got no one's head, like fingerprints on it. Nope. There's no, it's got no soul. You said it already. It's got absolutely no soul. It's it's bitterly disappointing. It's far too long. Let's let's put our heads together and try and think of some positives. Um, who was the pilot? Yes, I was just about to say that. So Kayla Watts. So it's to wonder wise, isn't it? It's Kayla Watts. Yeah. And th- her, her and Owen, her and Chris Pratt have more chemistry than Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, and they've literally just met. <laughs> like in the, as characters, they have just met. Whereas, yeah, yeah, they 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 fit together much better. She is good. I like her. I'd watch more of her. Yes, yeah, I would watch more of her as well. And I liked her her little like getting her plane back at the end. I thought that was a nice touch. I like. I really like Omar Sy, who's in the first Jurassic World. He's the trainer with with Owen, and who is wasted in that film. Yeah, and then he he's wasted in that film, and then he comes back and he's wasted again in this film. Just, I'm so frustrated. I'm like, he's brilliant. He's such a good actor. Please, mm. to, for God's sake, just use him. No, no, just gonna be. There was no threat on this film because I didn't, and any no point did I think any of these people are gonna die. No, no, I think you're probably right. Do you think one right. of them should have done like sacrifice Alan Grant? Yeah, I think so. I think you're probably right. It, need, it, it needed feels like it needed that it? that beat, didn't it? Yeah, something to punch you right in the gut. It needed some. It needed a bit of heart. It needed you to care first, like mm. make you care about people. Because this movie doesn't make you care about anyone. If you haven't seen the first few movies, like five movies, then you were not going to give a shit about this one. Like this is not going to pull you into the Jurassic Park franchise because. No. They do not make you care about anyone. It's not even a true representation of the Jurassic Park franchise. I, I don't think. Do you think kids are going to like it? Like, what, what do you think? No, George I think they'll gonna... be bored. There aren't enough. Di- There's not enough wonder in it. That's the thing. No one is amazed by the dinosaurs anymore. No one's gone. Oh my god, a Therizinosaurus! I've never seen one of those before. Everyone's like, meh. It's got fingernails. Was that the thing with the big fingernails? Yeah, big, big claws and like a beak. I, I knew you'd come with the names. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got a dinosaur nerd for a kid. Like he, right. he knows all this stuff. There, he's going to love it because Therizinosaurus is like his one of his favourites. So he's going to be quite happy about that. But yeah, they, he's. I don't know. It's a hard sell. I think he will. I think he'll like bits of it and then re- be really bored in other bits. The, the locust whole, bit. The locust stuff is just... Okay, talk, talk me through, because I'm still trying to get my... I've literally only just walked out of it, get my head around it. What was the 
what were they trying to do? As in, what were the bad guys doing with the locusts? Well, this is the point, isn't it? What exactly were they trying to do? Were they trying to release a plague of locusts that eat all of the crops apart from the crops that they produce, therefore yeah. create, controlling the world's food supply? If that's the case, it's really fucking obvious what they've done. So why aren't, the, why aren't governments around the world cracking down on them? Like, it's very clear that the locusts don't eat their crops and do eat all the others. It's very clear who could bioengineer giant locusts. Oh, the Biosyn company. They're even called Biosyn. For fuck's sake. They may as well keep call themselves Evil Corp. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think the this is what do you think the, the filmmakers were trying to say with it all? Do you think there's a message out there they were trying to get like I think hey, what they were trying to say Because the dinosaurs went extinct, so we're going extinct the same kind of way with locusts or I, uh, I genuinely don't know. I think what they were trying to say is, you like Jurassic Park, right? You like all these other movies that are cool set pieces in them. How about we take all the cool set pieces and put dinosaurs in it as well? I bet you'll like that. You'll look cool. We'll make it in 3D and you'll spend loads of money on it. For a while, a film that's called Jurassic World and there's now dinosaurs roaming the earth, like in the 21st century. It still blows my mind. I still don't understand how that's happening. Like. Anyway, but that anyway. sound, that is that is a good pitch. You don't. I don't think you need to put anything else on it. No, you, just do Planet of the Apes, but with dinosaurs. Like they don't even have to be clever dinosaurs. Just you know, a post-apocalyptic Earth that's been ravaged by dinosaurs, and we're no longer the apex predators. I wouldn't go quite that far in the future. I think it, you could just do it like there's a a town under siege by dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted to do it smaller, you could, it, like Dante's Peak, but instead of instead of a, a volcano, mm. it's a T-Rex. Kind it, of thing. it would have been a better movie than this was. I think this it suffered from overambition as well because they've 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 gone. We've got to bring back. We want to bring back Goldblum and and um, Alan Grant and uh, Sam Neill and um, Laura Dern. Laura Dern. We want to bring back those three. We want to bring back their characters. And it's almost like they've gone. Yeah, but we've got all this. We've got this movie already planned with like the characters from the last two movies. How are we going to shoehorn them in? Oh, let's let's write a whole like other movie for them, and we're yeah. trying to mush the two together because there's no there's no point in them interacting with each other. Like those three and the other three, they they don't even need to meet. There at no <laughs> point do they even need to meet each other. Like what? It's... If anything, at the end when there's all there's all seven of them running around, there's just too many people. Yeah, it's there's too many people. They, yeah, they could have just told the stories completely separately. Could have been two completely separate movies. Ah, uh, just. Do you think this is now? Well, I think this is the end of the. I think, thank God, this is the end. It's got of to the, be the end. It's got the to Owen be. and and Claire story. It's got to be. It has to be. Like, but you know, this franchise will never truly die. I, I think it needs to go extinct. Oh, <laughs> I think Jurassic World extinction. <laughs> oh no! Please. This is it now. This has got to have died. Like, I mean, it's, it opened so promising with the big, what's the big fishy dinosaur attacking the, a boat? The, for, like, uh, for like 20 seconds. That's a place to build tension for fuck's sake, wasn't mm. it? Like a big, like the original Jurassic Park, the raptor beginning. Do you remember that? How yeah, fucking... Yeah. Shooter! <laughs> but no, they just put a big fishing tank thing and then a thing came up and bit it and pulled the boat over. And I thought, yeah. I was actually... When that was happening, I was like, oh, wicked. And then they cut away and they go on to this annoying woman who's a, 
a documentary filmmaker or something, a newswoman. Mm. She annoyed me. Uh, the other per- woman that annoyed me was the, the other bad guys and the cream top. Um, Who was that? Everyone's treated unba- unfairly and badly in this film, as in actor and character-wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, who who were the other bad guys? I well, can't even remember. Poacher, oh, the poacher guy. yeah, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I know. The one with the who shoots the la- points the lasers at people and that makes... Yeah, she disappears. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, again, they're in a different movie, aren't they? There's like, there's, 50, there's, there's 15 different movies. 15 little mini movies, this is. It's not, not, a, not an actual cohesive storyline. <sighs> we were meant to be talking positively about it for a minute and... We got sidetracked again with the worst stuff. Positive, Dave. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Sam Neill looks great. Sam Neill and Laura Dern still have great chemistry. They're still, they are still great together. I buy the fact that I know, like Ellie Sattler's conveniently single now. Like that was a very kind of like, oh yeah, I've got grown up kids. Oh, and how's your husband? Oh, we're not married anymore. Like, oh, oh. Wink, oh, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, so that's quite convenient, I suppose. But yeah, they they at least have great chemistry. Jeff Goldblum does his absolute best. Like I, I could watch, I could happily just watch more of him. Really, uh, Ian Malcolm's my favourite character. Yeah. I know he's not yours, but he is mine. No, Alan Grant was my favourite character, but he he took a bit of a kick in in this one. Mm. He doesn't do much. That's the thing, mate. It's the locuses. Yeah. Like, to be fair, I, I wouldn't want to be in a room full of those locusts. They are also, massive. What, like, what was the whole locust? How were they flying around when they were still on fire? What was that all about? Well, they were trying to do the whole revelations thing, weren't they? Uh, yeah, well... In my head, they were trying to... Yeah, true. End of the world, yeah. you know, biblical... Fire and brimstone, that kind of thing. Some, at one point in the film, it's even, it even gets mentioned by someone. Yeah, I think it's... Like, yeah. Early on, it's like nods to it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking annoying, honestly. Like the fi- the flame, the fiery locust flying through the sky was like was very much the end of it for me. You know what was good? I know I've been slagging off the locust, but the first locust attack on the kids. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that was a good bit. That was that was a, a good that was, that was a good, good fifty bit. seconds. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just under a minute's worth of actual quite nice set pieceness. You know that was quite nice. Yeah. Also. Okay, at the end of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Blue and Owen character, they look each other off, look each other, look, <laughs> they look at each other, and then Blue runs away somewhere. Oh, sorry. And they're not near, they're look not near. Look each um, other off, what was yeah, that? Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I that sounds weirdly Slip sexual and yet not at it, all at the same time. <laughs> well, it sounds like this film. Um, so they were nowhere near Owen's cabin that he's built in the Nevada, yeah, wherever it is. Yeah. So how does Blue get to Owen at the beginning of the film so they're in the same region? Uh, there are so many questions about that sort and of also, stuff. And also, how lazy is the ending when we've just got another big freeway like, fight between three dinosaurs again? Yep. That is literally the same Jurassic World. Yep. And then the ther- the, the T-Rex and the, ther- and the Therizinosaurus just give each other a little look. Like, oh, it's, em- it's embarrassing, it filmmakers. It's, it's so embarrassing. There's a little look at the end when there's a... <laughs> right... There's a thing in rom-coms when you always look back mm. and someone's looking back at you, like going up the escalator. Yeah. This happens at this movie between a raptor and Chris <laughs> yeah, Pratt. It does. And this is after the, Chris Pratt has spent the whole movie saying, like there's a point where, he, where they're like, 
you know, oh, she's talking about blue. The, the girl's Maisie. The girl's like, but she won't hurt us, right? And he's like, oh, she definitely will. She's oh, yeah. a she's a wild animal. She's not a pet. And then right at the end, she's like, comes back and like gives him a look. Might as well hug him. Fucking hell, honestly. It doesn't, this movie doesn't know what it is. (laughs) A raptor in the wild is not a safe thing. No, no, of course it's not. None of it's safe. (laughs) The world is not designed to have dinosaurs in it. You know, they've been extinct for 65 million years. For good reasons. Well, yeah. The world is not designed for dinosaurs to exist in anymore. For a start... That would have been a better question, wouldn't it? That would have been a better film. Like, can dinosaurs and humans yeah, coexist? exactly. But with a, such, a, such a better film. Because the sort of the sort of things... like The, the, the dinosaurs died out because the dinosaur... The, you know, the, the, where they lived was a very hot, very lush um, environment. And they died out because essentially the big giant dinosaurs who needed a lot of vegetation to eat the vegetation died off there wasn't as much of it they had nothing to eat carnivores couldn't eat them there was nothing to eat the things that survived were the small mammals that didn't need to eat so much hence why dinosaurs died off whereas they can't come back there's nothing to eat (laughs) oh man shall we um, anyway anyway go to the question part yeah go on then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay oh oh i've just remembered another thing that really fucking annoys me okay i'll postpone my question sorry Maisie's not a clone but she is a clone but her mother gave birth to her so she, yeah she's not a clone though. what the fucking fuckity fuck like <laughs> And she can, her cells are going to be able to save the world. Fix themselves? No, her, her cells are going to be able to, I don't know, somehow help with the, they can work out how to kill the locust that somehow one one locust will kill all the other. Oh, yeah, she she also got rid of that illness that she has as a baby and the mother had. Yeah, yeah. Of. The mother died of an illness, but she made sure and the How many times that and, Dr. And... Wu guy's got to come back and no one gives a fuck? <laughs> He's been in like four of these films now, and he gets away at the end every time. Yeah, he's basically like trying to redeem himself for all the shit he's done by doing one good thing, basically. That's Which is the shit he set up. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, fix his own fucking mess, basically, is what's going to happen. Anyway, I didn't, I didn't buy into any of that stuff. I've, I was, so why can't you just let her be a clone? Why do you have to have all this? Yeah, great. <sighs> anyway, anyway, sorry, the question. Unequal sequel. What do you reckon? It's worse than the last one, so definitely unequal. It's 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 the last one wasn't great, but this is so much worse. The least the last one was trying something new and asking interesting questions. Yeah, yeah. This one and Jurassic World did a, did a fantastic job of setting that re putting you back mm. in that world and setting that world back up and making it exciting again and making it exciting. It does have its flaws, yes. And then we get to this one. And it's it's not good. No, I've just watched it with my wife, and she's like, "Well, I'm never going to watch that again." <laughs> I don't blame her. It's... Anyway, yes, it's awful. It's worse than the last one. It's definitely unequal sequel. Um, what would you rate it? This might surprise you, but I'm not going to give it zero. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you can only give a zero to a film that hasn't been made. <laughs> I mean, well, there's people in it, and people have tried. I, I gave Matrix a zero, so you know, oh, you did, yeah. Um, I'm not going to give it a zero, only because, uh, only because it was nice to see those three characters again. 
and that is the only reason I'm not giving it a zero. I'm going to give it a half. Let's get a half wow. a star. Half out of seven. <laughs> right, I'm going to give it one, I reckon. That's generous, man. Just nothing for the plot, because that's atrocious. Doesn't have one. Doesn't have a plot, um, really. And what they did to the characters. But I, like I said, I like Jeff Goldblum, Ian. I liked the pilot. I thought she was great. I liked the bike a bit around Malta. I thought that was a fun set piece. Actually, I'll give it one and a half. Whoa. Is that that's half? Well, too... Out of seven, mate. Out of seven, that's, that's still pretty shit. Very generous. <laughs> I don't... Again, I'm about to say, I don't think this is a bad film, but it is a bad film. It is a bitterly disappointing film of an end of a franchise that has never quite found its legs from no. the first one. The original idea is genius. The book idea is very good. And then they've tried to branch off and mm. say different things. It really and go shows somewhere with the it. lack of Spielberg and the lack of the the going back to the original text, you know, mm-hmm. in the later movies, that, that having something to work on. Yeah, it really, yeah. It doesn't. Uh, do you know what? Having said all this, I'm very impressed with myself because I saw this before you, and yes, you did. I've been sorely, sorely tempted to talk to you about it <laughs> because you asked me. You, you sent me a message after I came out saying we need to save it for the pod, but I really don't want to know what you thought about it. And I was so tempted to just go back, just to message back, going. It's a massive fucking pile of shit. <laughs> Imagine if I watched this yesterday when I was horrifically hungover. Oh, God, mate. It would have been the worst day ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I stayed away. Yeah. Stay with today. So, everyone, if you want to know how to bring back a movie, <laughs> how to bring Top back Gun. a franchise, go watch Top Gun Maverick. That's exactly how you bring back a franchise. If you want to know how not to, go and watch this. Do you want to see them out? Oh, I'm not sure I've got the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I really am. It's really kind of... I was really hoping for something good. I really and I really thought they could do it. And I'm just very sad about the whole thing. Not going to lie. We like to give ourselves a little bit of time before we record these. Mm. And due to us having a very busy week yeah. this week, we've had to record it pretty soon after we watched it. And I'm still very raw. Mm. I might sleep in it. I might wake up tomorrow and go, you know what? I thought that. I thought that too. It's been a couple of days since I saw it. And I thought, you know what? I might feel differently. Don't. If anything, I feel worse. I'm more angry about it than anything. Anyway. I never never want to see it again. I never have no desire to go back and watch it. I'm going to have to watch it again because I've got a seven-year-old boy who's not going to let me get away with not watching it. But I'm going to go to the cinema and watch it. I'm going to wait till it comes out on streaming. He can wait for that. It'll only be a month or so anyway. You know, won't be that far behind now. So it's all good. If you've liked what you've heard, and we know it's a terrible movie, but hopefully we've been slightly entertaining when we've talked about it, uh, then you can listen back to all our other episodes where we talk about movies we really love. Go listen to the Top Gun Maverick extra episode. We really love that movie, and that was a really nice sort of uplifting chat. Um, so sorry this one has been a bit of a downer. But yeah, go back and listen to other episodes. Of course, listen to our interview episodes. We have got so many good guests this series. Please go back and make sure you listen to them. We've got a couple coming up that we're about to record with that I'm so excited about. It's it's a great, it's a great, great series. 
click the little subscribe button. We'll drop into your inbox every week. Uh, you can also follow us on the old social medias if you want to know more. Then we are at Unequal Sequel at Twitter and Instagram. We also have an email address, unequalsequel at hotmail.com. Uh, yeah, whilst you're there doing the subscribing and stuff, give us a little tick or a like or a heart or five stars or even write us a little review if you want to tap out some words then you know, go for it. We would love it. It would be great. If you disagree with us and you think Jurassic World Dominion is the best movie in the history of movies, tell us. Send us a tweet. Send us an Insta- Instagram message. You know, Let us know. We'll talk about it on the pod next time we do an extra episode and uh, talk about why you're wrong. But um, yeah, let us know anyway. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this uh, episode on a positive, Rich. And do you know Ooh. why? Yeah, go on then. Do you know what we're celebrating this <gasps> week? Just gone. Dun, dun, dun. We've existed for a year. Is that right? Yeah, it's our one-year anniversary. It's our birthday. Oh, we need to get a cake, Dave, and some balloons. Happy anniversary, Rich. Well done. One year, mate. Oh, Congratulations. Happy birthday, unequal sequel. <laughs> one year. We did it. Woohoo! <laughs> I think we've done 52, 52 extra episodes. Yeah, that makes sense. We did one a week for a year. That's 52. We missed a couple, but we did an extra one with Lewis. Oh, we did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We missed a couple over Christmas, didn't we? That's allowed. We've done all the interview episodes. Uh, we've done it's done much better than we thought it would ever be, to we, be honest. Yeah. You guys were actually listening to it. We thought it'd be just like three of our mates. and Turns out our mates don't even listen to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I'm looking at you, James. He doesn't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> oh dear <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for listening um the reason i've probably done it for a year is not only have me rich really enjoyed doing it is people have been listening that's very nice and we found that very rewarding but yeah it's been great loved it and to the next year pretty much got it planned already yeah um so i mean we've got the equipment now so it'd be stupid to stop <sighs> i mean we've got to hunt down that million listener mark next year haven't we <laughs> we'll go for it ain't big yeah million downloads rather than yeah that's that's what we'll go for <laughs> oh jesus better get going then so yeah thank you thank you thank you i've got nothing else to say apart from thank you uh good job rich so that's a you know a venus aid <laughs> what what's you mean a Wiedersehen? yeah what's that mean <laughs> it's goodbye in german <laughs> oh, i didn't even know that yeah a saying. Nice. nice. And it's a goodbye from him. <laughs> Bye. Have a cracking week. Bye. <laughs> it sounded like you said penis aid. <laughs> I was like, what's penis aid? <laughs> <laughs>